The galleries are right at the heart of UCL and hard to miss. Do go and have a look. Yep. And to round off this week's podcast, I went to speak to Jason Dittmer from UCL Geography about nationalist superheroes like Captain America and how the narratives, metaphors and geopolitics have changed since its introduction 70 years ago. My name is Jason Dittmer, and I'm a political geographer here at UCL in the Department of Geography. So your book, Captain America and the Nationalist Superhero, Metaphors, Narratives and Geopolitics, comes out this month. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about the book, please? It's a, it's a book that in a way traces two kinds of geographies. One is the way in which these heroes help to reinforce the idea of the nation state as a, the fundamental type of geography that we should think of ourselves uh, through the lens of our nationhood and as citizens of particular kinds of states. And then secondly, uh, it traces the, the spread of that genre, the national superhero genre, uh, from the United States and into Canada and the United Kingdom and, and talks about how the hero, the national superhero, had to be reimagined for each of those contexts. So who is Captain America? Could you tell me a bit more about his character and, and why he's such a kind of clear symbol for, for America? Well... I mean, in a way, he's a he's an overdetermined symbol, isn't he? I mean, he's you know, it's hard to not associate him with America. Uh, he uh, is originally this guy, Steve Rogers. Uh, I should say the comic was created in 1940, so before the U.S. got into World War II, but after the war had begun here in Europe. And uh, so there's this guy, Steve Rogers, and he wants to join, but he's too puny. He's categorized as 4F by the U.S. military, uh, and so he volunteers for this experiment where he's given the super soldier serum. Uh, and he's transformed into this sort of Olympian uh, athlete figure. And he carries a shield, which I think is significant. You know, most heroes or villains have weapons, but he has a defensive mechanism. So he's sort of fundamentally a symbol of the effort to defend the United States from outside aggression. So as you, as you mentioned, um, it started in 1940, which means it's been running for a long time and it's sold millions and millions of copies. How have the depictions of, of Captain America and the, the narratives surrounding him kind of shifted over the past 70 years, especially post 9-11? Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a big question. I mean, in a way, that's a, a good chunk of the book. <laughs> I, I can summarize it maybe by actually not talking about Captain America, but by talking about his, his sort of fundamental nemesis, who's this character called the Red Skull. And the Red Skull uh, starts off in, in actually the very first issue of Captain America comics from, from 1940. Uh, as a Nazi saboteur. And so he's, he's a Nazi all the way through World War II. When the comic is relaunched in the 1950s during the Korean War, he is conveniently a communist. You know, Actually, his name sort of lends itself to, uh, to being depicted as a communist villain. Uh, and then in the 1960s, when Captain America comes back, he returns as a Nazi. Uh, which is yeah, sort of paradoxical, or, or at least unexpected. You wouldn't really think of it. But because in the 1960s, comics were read largely by sort of hippies and counterculture-oriented youth, you know, you couldn't really sort of rail against communism during the Vietnam War the same way that you could uh, perhaps during the Korean War. So uh, he comes back as a Nazi, uh, and later he becomes the sort of symbol of everything else that's un-American, and he becomes... Uh, for instance, about uh, he tries to uh, intensify the levels of racism in the United States. Uh, he becomes a crony capitalist who's uh, he's actually written as being behind the 2008 economic collapse. Uh, so you know he's he's sort of always what is seen as un-American or as the the, the other to the United States, um, and and his sort of shifting around allows Captain America to always seem like the same guy 
even though his battles are always fundamentally about something new and something different. So how does Captain America differ to other su- superheroes, be they Marvel or other ones? Is there, is there anything which makes him stand out in particular, in your opinion? I think what, what makes him interesting is, I mean, be, beyond my sort of obvious interest in the fact that he's labeled as, as this American superhero, I think he's, he's definitely marked out as being the moral center of the Marvel Comics universe. You know, if there's one thing that makes him distinctive, it's not that he's the strongest, it's not that he's the fastest or the toughest or whatever, um, but he's the most moral, which I think says a lot about uh, the conception of American foreign policy in the United <laughs> States, that it's always fundamentally correct. Uh, and if anything has gone wrong, it's it's because of something technical rather than something uh, fundamental. Um, kind of much of your academic work at UCL kind of looks at geopolitics and some of the geography of media. Why did you decide to look at comic books specifically and and specifically nationalist superheroes such as Captain America to look at national identity? Well, I mean, th- there's two ways to answer that, I suppose. One is the sort of autobiographical thing, mm. which was that when I was a teenager, I read Captain America comics and enjoyed them very much. Uh, And so when I was doing my PhD and studying geopolitics and uh, national identity, you know, all of a sudden I thought back to this and I I could recall specific stories and the way that sort of Captain America was portrayed within them. And I thought, oh my God, you know, this is, even without going back to look at them, I thought, oh, this is fascinating. I know there's good stuff here. Uh, and I thought it would be about a year's project, and instead it's been about 10 years <laughs> worth of work. Then secondarily, I think comics are a really interesting medium. As a geographer, you're always interested in space, you know, in, in the spatial dimensions to things. And comics are a really interesting medium because essentially they take, you know, they're nothing but space. It's an image, uh, and things are portrayed in this two-dimensional space. And yet we produce time out of that juxtaposition of spaces, you know, so it converts space into time in a, in a way mm. that is sort of perpetually interesting to me. Many thanks to Jason for coming to chat to me and be sure to check out both Jason's and Sue's books. And that's all we have for this show, but we'll be back in a fortnight with more news and features from UCL. But if you want to get in touch in the meantime, you can tweet us at UCL News or email us at mynews at ucl.ac.uk. Bye.